Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hebrews 11.1, 1. I've been reading out of that, that, that scripture, that scripture, it's called the scripture translation, the 2009, I liked it because he said, um, and you don't have to go there, but you can find it on, uh, it's on version. If you don't have a, uh, the eSword thing, go to version and get it. Go to version, get it, just listen to it, it's good. It uses belief a little bit in here. Today I want to start talking to you about, um, God is basically trying to convince you to believe him, guys. That's all this is about. So I want you to write this down. I got a couple of places for you. I got, before we operate the law of faith, I've seen three laws that I really believe operate within it. And I want you to have all three of these laid out because I thought they were powerful availability for you to get. Are you guys hot? If it's hot in here, maybe pop the air on. All right. So I want you guys to kind of like pull these in and I want you to get them. So you notice that now faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen by it. We understand the elders obtained a good report. We understand that the world was framed by words or the word of God. Okay. So in between the law of faith, which we're going to read next week, we're really going to talk about the law of faith strong. The law of faith is basically a law like gravity. It works all the time, every time, the same way. So faith is a law. So write that down. Faith is a law. We're going to talk more about it. But we have to understand the laws in operation. So today, I'm going to give you three laws within operating within the law of faith. I think the Lord really showed me these things, and I kind of got excited about it, so I want you to see it. Okay? Very good. And I think it's going to be helpful. Number one, so this, you understand what I'm saying? The Bible says, what, by what law? The law of faith. I ask myself the question, well, what is the law of faith? Obviously, to me, the law of faith is basically you have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Okay? But there has to be elements and components that work within the law to make it, just like gravity. I don't understand gravity. If we had an engineer or some spacey guy in here, you know what I mean, he would explain to us how gravity really works. I don't know. I asked one time an aerospace engineer buddy of mine how this, I asked John one time. He, I was like, I don't even know what he's talking about. Axes and roll and live, it, this, it blew me. I was like, yeah, whatever. We just get on a plane, it goes, whatever. Tell me whatever. I don't understand that stuff. I don't want to know. If you, you say it's true, it's true. I just know it's right. Amen. Whatever. But I want to know what a law. I think there's three laws in operation within the law of faith that if you can get them figured out, the woman with the issue of blood figured them out. I don't know if she understood it, like I'm going to break it down, but I want to see it. You want to see it first? Look at, just go to Matthew 5. I'm going to give them to you because there's three laws that I believe work foremost in the law of faith. Okay? Does that make sense? Because there has to be, if there's a law to faith, we have to understand the components, the elements. I don't know how you want to say it. It doesn't make a difference. However you get it. But God's just trying to convince you that it works. So they might, they might I don't want to be big, but th- think, say, and do is how we release faith because faith has to be released. But I want to just get you seeing these components because I think if you pull them in, they make faith easier. All right? So look at this. We're just going to look at this. And that's Mark chapter 5. Everybody go there. Mark chapter 5 and verse 20. We'll start with verse 25. Okay? Mark 5, 25. And then I'm going to give you these three laws that I think can really help you see it. All right? And I know you guys... I don't want you to overthink it. It's just three little places. And if I call them laws, let's just say it's, they're just laws. Well, who cares? I think they read easier and we understand it. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things of the physicians and spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind him and she touched his garment. 
See that? Verse 27. So you can see faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. She heard about Jesus. Faith came to her when she heard, Jesus can help me in my sick situation. Faith came. How does faith come? Faith came by hearing. See what I'm saying? Romans 10, 17, for one of my note takers, says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So whatever you need faith on, you need to hear. Okay? That's rule number one, right? But there, that's not even my rules yet. Okay? But you can just write it down. You got to hear to get faith. Okay? You got to hear to get faith. Okay? Now just pull that in. You're doing great. Now watch what she does here. For she said, for she said, she set the place of faith with her mouth. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you push through a crowd and touch him, you get what you want. She set the place of faith with her mouth. For she said, if I can touch him, I shall be made whole. She heard and faith came, and then what did she do? With her confession, she released the place of faith. She said, if I can push there and get him, I can. Ain't nowhere in the Bible said that. Remember she touched him, and Jesus was like, who touched me? He's like, how do you know who touched you? A bunch of people banged into you. He said, no, 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 somebody touched me. Something happened. So I'm going to give you my three laws. You ready for them? The number one law that I think, and I can read a little bit more, and she presses through the crowd, and we understand she gives it. Rule number one is this. Law number one that I want to talk to you about that I believe are in the element of the law of faith are this. It's the law of thought. Write that down. The law of thought. Okay? You are going to have to produce right thinking before you're ever going to get to a place of having faith. Right thinking, the law of thought. Okay? Now, I'm going to explain it to you. I can be, I can be uh, a little bit right with this thing, a little hard, but it's still a law. And you've seen that in Proverbs. Proverbs 23 and 7 makes sense with that. Can you go there, please? Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Okay? Now you got to understand something. Look, it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Very important. That's a law. You're never going to be able to rise above the place you see yourself. It's a law. Does that make sense? If you don't see yourself there, you ain't going there. You have to repro. That's why there's two, two places that I think are really strong that we have to get an understanding with this is Romans 12, 1 and 2. When God said renewing of the mind, we have to renew ourselves in the arena of the mind because I want you to know something. Look at me, guys. Every situation that you're going to face in life, God has already given you the solution. Everything. So you're going to have to renew your mind that when I see a situation that I might not know what to do, I'm going to have to make sure that I am in what? Position, come on, to find the solution that's already there. I'm going to have to, I'm going to see it? It's already, what do I do? I got, if you got money problems, what do I do? You got to find it. You got to find the solutions in the word of God. See it? You see what I'm saying? And it might be sewing. It might be doing something. Might be if you got body problems, do what she did. I got to hear about faith. I got to hear about faith. There's a solution for everything. But I never want you to miss the place of not thinking, oh well, oh you know, I don't know where my answer is. Your answer is waiting for you in God's word. So the solution for your problem has already been provided. You just got to make sure you go there and get it. Did you get that? Now, listen, man, that, that, that might not seem all the time. Sometimes it's easy, but it's true. So the law of thought. I want you to see this. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you've got to renew your mind to what God's word says. Important. Watch this one, right? Thoughts change the way you think about things. 
Thoughts change the way you think about things. Having the right thought changes the way you think about things. God's already solved the problems of your life. What happens when you start thinking God's thoughts about your situations? What happens when you start thinking God's ideas about your situations? What happens when you start taking your situation, circumstances, problems, whatever you got, and start putting God's word, if you patch your problem with God's word, what's your problem going to start looking like? Right thinking leads to right believing, guys. Write that down. Right thinking leads to right believing. If you don't think right, you ain't going to believe right. You better write it down. It's a law. Does that make sense? Right thinking leads to right. You see it? Right thinking. What? This marriage is junk. That's what you're going to get. Right thinking. I'm going to die. Now, come on now. That's what people do. That kid, he ain't no good. That kid ain't never going to be no good. I don't understand. That kid can't get it right. Right thinking leads to right belief. What else you got wrong thinking? You got wrong believing. You got wrong believing about your marriage. You got wrong believing about your life. All right, nothing ever works out good for me. Wrong thinking. You're setting the ceiling of your life by your thinker. Your thinker is setting the ceiling. You want to see Proverbs 23, 9, 23, 7? Go back there, please. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's a law. Pop that back up there, please. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, says to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Well, we understand. As you think in your heart, so are you. Look, I got another one for you. you want to see this? Go look at Ephesians 3.20 in the Amplified Bible. Write that down, please. Okay? Ephesians 3.20 in the Amplified Bible. Give her a minute to get there. But just write it down. Ephesians 3.20, Amplified Bible. Reads really good. If you can put it in the Amplified, that will be great. Okay? Now to him who is able to what? Carry out his purpose and what? Do super abundantly more than what? All that we dare to ask or see it? You see it? Can you go back to the thinking part? Let him see it. Thank you. He can do exceedingly above all you ask or. What happens if you ain't, what happens if you ain't thinking right? We're going to get to the mouth in a minute, but what happens if you ain't thinking right? God looking at your thinker going, where can I take you? If your thinking ain't going to the right place, guess what? God can't take you too far. Come on, somebody. See it? So I got to start my thing. Remember last week I told you, week before, I said, Ken Hagen, man, Ken Hagen, Ken, he messed me up with that one. Because he, he, found, he found them little boy with them club feet. And I, we would use this thing, we use this terminology in, in the church called, he, we, keep, we said, brother, we'll keep the switch of faith turned on. Or, or how do you release faith? But this, after faith, remember these guys, after faith is formed from the word of God, we've got to release it. Un, unreleased, unreleased beliefs produce nothing. they got to be released. Look, this stuff is high on the hog right here. You guys are eating good. You know what I'm saying? Most people in America don't even know if they got faith. I traveled the world. That was one of the greatest disappointments I've seen. These people don't even know if they got faith. How in the world they know they're going to get something from God? And then God's getting a bad rap, getting blamed for a bunch of stuff. People didn't show up with faith to get. And they were like, well, it's God. It ain't God, it's you. But then again, now go slow now. If nobody teaches me how to do it, I'm kind of treading out there on water by myself. It's hard. So we come and broke it down. What, how, do I, how, how do I know if I'm here? How do I know if I got it? How do I know if I released it? 
What do I do after I release it? That's why we're talking about this for two months. We're crying out loud. We're not going to quit till we get there. See what I'm saying? So here's what it is. I got believe. I believe it, but you got to step out on it. You got to release it. Well, how do I know I got it? Well, that's where faith is formed from the word of God. Your thinking is affecting your faith. I, I, I read, they were reading a transcript of when he said that. He said, I never said that before. He kind of said, it ain't God, but hear me. He was helping us understand something. He said, I never said that before. Prayed for a lady in the line. She had blind eyes. Gift of the spirit popped in. She started seeing. He said, I felt more faith when I prayed for the little boy with the club feet than I did the lady with the blind eyes. I said, look at this guy. He's going somewhere. What's he talking about? He said, and I said these words. Never said them before. He said, keep the switch of faith turned on. He said, I told that mother with that little baby with them little club feet, keep the switch of faith turned on. He said, I never said that before. And he said these words. I don't even know if he, I don't even know if he, 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 I don't know if I overemphasize. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know if he overemphasized it or I got smacked in the head and I, I don't care. And I said these words. I never said it before. Every time you think of it, say, boy, that thing went off like a five alarm fryer. Bing, 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 bing. In here. I said, that's it. 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 Right there. That's where, that's where most people can't get it. There it is right there, Johnny. Every time you think of it, say. Every time you think about what? Every time you think about them club feet. Every time you think about that money problem. Every time you think about it, is that kid going to turn the corner? Every time you think of it, you say. That's work. This whole faith thing is work. That's why people don't get if they, They're lazy. If they don't get it, get it right. Give to the spirit, they don't want it bad enough. But when you want it bad enough. Every time I think of it, every time I think of it, thank you, God. Well, every time you think of it, what? That little mama said, every time I think about it, what? Every time you think about it, lady, you say this. Tell me what to say. I thank God that the power of God's working in the little boy's club feet. It's working a healing and a cure. Every time you think of it, say, it's working a healing and it's working a cure. He said, she said, I go bathe. She said, the daddy came back. He came back later. Kid's feet got straight as an arrow. He said, he said, he said, we'd go bathe him and his feet be bent like that. And so she said, she'd start crying, of course. She's a mother. It looks real. But I could change what you see by what you believe. Brother Norville had that story. I said, what's the greatest miracle you've ever seen? And I remember that lady, I don't know, what was her name? I don't know. She, had the, the, she was all deformed. And her mother, the mother released faith and believed God. She was deformed. He said, what was her name? I think it was Betty Baxter. Wasn't that her name? I don't know. I'll find out. He said, wasn't that it? He said, you could hear her bones popping into place. Got a miracle. Because her mama said, God's going to touch her. They were like, this lady's crazy. That kid is shot out and got a miracle. That's what's the greatest miracle you've ever seen. He said, I see. He said, you could hear her bones popping into place. Pop, 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 pop. God will, man, you give me faith. God, God, he got to do it. He got to do it. But you see, your thing, you got to know you're in it. And people try to fear, they use fear factors with faith. Well, if God don't do it, now, I know how people try to do God. You know, well, if God don't do it, I'm going to tell him. No, nah, if God didn't do it, you didn't have right faith. Because God got to do everything that faith got. See, this big boy stuff, big girl stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm teaching the big stuff. You know what I mean? Is that okay? Now, don't get, now don't get mad because you said my faith didn't work. Everybody got a faith failure in here. But they ain't failures. They're just figuring out ways that don't work. I figured out a bunch of ways that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I know how not to do it. I can write a book, how not to do it. 
I'm going to write the how not to do it book. This is how not to do it. Sometimes you got to find out how to do something by how not to. Amen? Did you go, can you put that back there? That Ephesians 3.20 amplified, that was my bad. I stopped. And, he, and, 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 and super brilliant, more than we dare ask or think. So God's looking at your thinking, your creativity side of your processing of thinking to determine what level he could bring things into your. So what happens if you've got a capacity of the ceiling? That's it. You're done. I don't think God want to do that for me. He won't. Because he can't. You know, and these, all these people write all these books. Did you read the law of attraction? Did you read this book? Did you read this book? Yeah, it's all Bible. They whip it and twerk. They get all goofy, so many people, because they make you God. You ain't God. You know what I'm saying? That's where they get dumb. But it's all God stuff. And I don't know why the church is looking for these other things. Supplemental. You don't need no supplemental. You got that book on your laps living. They should be supplementing from you. You know what I mean? Oh, it's the law of attraction. The law of attraction is seed time and harvest, reciprocity. <laughs> it's the law of imagination. God gave it to him. He said, remember, Tower of Babel? He said, man, he said, these people, he said, no, nah, man, if those jokers put their mind to it and they got the right, he said, you better go mess up the language. They got God's attention because of the unity of vision. See that? He said, whatever they imagine they can do. Hello? You see the attraction in it? No, it ain't the attraction in it. It's creativity. And you can use God's creative power and law. Now, you better see what I'm saying here. They are God's what? Laws. You ain't got to be saved to use them. Oh, only lost people fall out of buildings 40 feet in the air. No, everybody fall out of building 40 feet in the air because it's a law of gravity. These are the laws that God put the earth in motion. You can find out what they are and not give credit to the author. I give credit to the author. Say no man made this stuff up. See what I'm saying? We are giving credit to the author. But there are laws that are in the earth. If people tap into laws, they found out. Oh, this will work. Yeah, no dust in the Bible. The law of thought, you got to have right thinking. Because right thinking leads to right believing. See it? So you got to have that law working right. So you got to have right thinking. If you don't have right thinking, we're going to have a problem because you're not going to be ready for this one. You got to have, boom, two. You got to have the right, the law of confession. You got to have right words. She said, say she heard something, faith came. She said, if I could touch him, she said, and she said, remember was that like 520? What did he say at 526? Mark 526, 27. Can you go there? Well, it says, she said if I could touch him. Who said? She did. Hello? And so for many of these, look at 27. She got worse. How many of you got a situation that didn't get better, got worse? <laughs> You're in good company. <laughs> and when she heard, she came. Come on, right? Fake came by here. Look at 28. For she said. For what? She said, if I could touch him, I'll be made whole. Well, here's that. Mark 11, 23, 24. Write it down. No takers. Whosoever shall say under that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast to sea. See it? See it? See it? See it? You're going to have what you say. But you got to believe what you say. So the law of confession is in the war, is in one of the sub-subjects of the law of faith. You say, Why, by, how'd you do this? By the law of faith. We're going to learn about the law of faith next week even more. But the law of faith, well, what are the components within the law of faith? For, no, you got wrong thinking. You ain't going to have right faith. 
You can't even get faith to work. You can't, guys, you can't even release faith with wrong thinking. And some of your faith is formed by your wrong thinking. Well, God only wants me to have a little bit. That's exactly what you're going to get. God don't want you to have that. God don't want you there. God don't. Cut it out. Confession is law. You're only going as far as your mouth takes you. How am I going to get the law of faith to work? You can't be undoing what God did with your mouth. Your mouth has to line up with the word of God, whether you see it, believe it, understand it. You cannot curse it. You have to bless it. Amen? You see what I'm saying? Well, I, I just say what I want to say when I want to say it. Good. You're going to jack your faith up for the rest of your life. You're going to be undoing with your mouth what God's trying to do with your faith. And because your confession has now created a seal, your thinking creates a ceiling, your mouth creates a ceiling. I know. Everything. Well, Pastor Now, here's the key about confession. Remember this. I didn't just give you this. Confession, confession deals with a little bit of the doubt side of it because he says this, and shall believe in his heart and shall not doubt, but shall what? Say. Go to Mark 11, 23 and 24. Let's just look at it, okay? Well, how's doubt going to get in my heart? Doubt's going to get in my heart because I got wrong words in there. I got wrong words in there. Out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. How do I get wrong words in my heart? Easy. You spoke them and you think them. See it? And then it comes, sooner or later it's coming out of your mouth. You ever, you ever meditate on garbage all day, start screaming and yelling about stuff that ain't even true? True to you, though, ain't it? You ever been there? You ever meditate on something, you think, you, oh, I'm right. You ain't right. So real to you, so tangible to you, but just totally bogus, baloney. And then you're arguing a point that ain't even true, you can't even get there. You ever been there? It is ridiculous. But you ever do it? We do the point like, yeah, it is. No, it ain't there. Yeah, it's so real to you, you can feel it. It's tangible to you because you got it in your thought and you got it in your heart. How'd you get it in there? Meditating. You, you get it? You get it? Meditate. Med meditate, right? Put down Joshua 1.8. Y'all know this stuff, but you got to start doing it. I know them scriptures. <laughs> I know you know them, but you got to live them. I'm living them too, you know what I'm saying? Thou, what? Meditate there in day and night that thou may observe to do. Remember I told you? What is the step? If you want to do anything, if you ever want to do anything, meditate about it, and you'll do it. You think about chicken wings, you're going to go eat them. You think about pizza, you know, some of you going to lunch today, might beat you there. You, come on, somebody. No, you know what I'm saying? If you met, man, you go, I'm like a pit bull if I get on something. They don't even mess with me. I start Googling it. I had Roxanne in there the other day. I was like, look at shoes. I was like, look at these shoes. Do you like these shoes? I'm all jacked up. I got shoes on my head. I'm meditating. Trust me, those jokers are going to materialize. You ever get like that? I don't do it all day. Right? I had you in there. I said, you like these? Got Lauren in there. You like these? Look like Peter Pan slippers, somebody said. I said, praise be to God. I like them even more now you said that. Because Peter Pan flew. I want to fly. <laughs> I want to fly. <laughs> I just want to fly away and flap my birds. <laughs> come on, flap like a bird. No, come on, you understand what I'm saying? You, you meditate on something, right? You think about it, you're going to observe to do it. Food, life, you, that's, how you, you know, that's how you get love in your heart for your spouse. You got to meditate good things. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because that's the problem with people. Like, you got to make yourself, you got to make your, write it down. You need to make yourself meditate good things about the people you love. You do. You got to. Because this stuff don't come, no, this, this, well, this is natural. Natural wears off. 
You understand what I mean by that? Naturally, I love my wife. Like Jesus loved the church. You think that was funny when I was doing that, but there was a law in that. Makes you start loving people like Jesus loved the church. Unconditional love. You know, they'll tell you the marriage people will tell you the marriage ministry stuff will tell you, man, you think this stuff all wears off. All you people have been married for a long time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I don't feel it. I don't feel a lot. Of, I don't feel like going to work. How about you? You know what I'm saying? I don't feel, I don't feel like paying bills. Can we just opt out? <laughs> no, you have to do it, man. I don't feel, I don't feel like doing jack. I don't just chill out. You got to do it, right? It's a law. The law of what? The law of meditation is important, okay? So now you got the law of confession. So make sure your mouth is lining up to what? What you believe, the word of God. Very important. You have to get that thing going. So you got to start watching your mouth. We're going to talk more about your mouth as we get in this series because your mouth is a mess if it ain't saying what God said. The thing will light all hell on fire, it says. Is that okay? So don't, and don't, and you got to be careful. Your, your mouth's words are tricky. They, they kind of don't get you saying something, but they kind of sometimes do get you saying something even though you ain't saying it. You know what I mean by that? It's kind of like, I, I, let me explain it like this. Sometimes like, Saying something isn't saying something bad, but it isn't saying something good. You know, like, uh, you know, there's very gray. No, get black and white in your conversation. You know what I mean by that? Let your yay be nay and let your nay be nay. Keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, sometimes like, well, you know, you know, excuses. All that no, boom, keep it direct because it's key because you got to believe. Remember this, guys. This is deep now. Now, not deep like you go, uh, but just deep, like get a revelation that is deep. He didn't say you're going to have what God said. He said you're going to have what you say. Because God said a lot of stuff. You ain't getting nothing that God said. That's, that sounds so stupid to hear me. What you mean? Like, that whole book's what God said. You ain't going to get none of what God said. You're going to get what you say about what God said. See it? You got to get your mouth moving, man. That's why when we were talking about three times the saying, one time the believing, you got to start talking more. And you ain't talking about, talk about goofy stuff. Start talking about the things you want to see materialize out of the word of God. You know what I mean? Some of you need to stop coming together with this fighting nonsense and this arguing and bickering and goofiness and come together with a prayer list and the things you need to be praying about and scriptural evidence of what we need to be saying. You'll stop fighting in the house. We arguing. You arguing because you ain't got no vision. Talk about his nonsense, the past, and stupid stuff. Junk. I ain't picking on nobody. I don't know who I'm talking to, and I don't really care. You understand? I'm being nice. But well, he don't man. Shut up with all that stuff. Where are we going? Where's our future taking us? Let's go find some scriptures about our future. Stop talking about all this nonsense about how you don't do this and I don't do that. And we didn't you didn't kiss me last. Oh, shut up. We'll be kissing forever. Be quiet. Write this down. Number one. No, I'm being serious. People, married people argue about the stupid. Man, we argued about the stupidest stuff. Dumb nonsense. This is so dumb. If you just listen to me, your life would be better. Liz, come on, get with it, PL. Come on, it's a joke. Relax. God almighty. You guys, you guys are tight after holidays, man. You guys are all turkey jacked up. I'm still sleepy from the sleeping turkeys. Come on, man. You see what I'm saying? Go get a, go get a vision. Okay, enough. All right, we argue. We're done. Now, where's the future going? We need to, we need to retire. Well, praise be to God. Number one, we need to retire. So we need money. <laughs> Let's go get some scriptural money <laughs> evidence. And don't do this. I'm retiring. You don't, don't tell me you're buying a Winnebago and driving around America. You ain't leaving me here. Just 
be quiet, retire, go on vacation once in a while, and help me in the church. I need all of you, all right? So don't be like, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to go look at whales in the middle of Alaska. No, you ain't. Check with me before you go. I want to know how, when you're coming back. You people got all these bright ideas. I'm going to go, I'll go, I know what I'll do. I'll go to the Serengeti and see the, all them animals, and I'm staying for a month. Now, I got stuff for you to do, man. It's holidays, we're busy. Go in, like, the summer, okay? Give me none of this stuff, some of you. Some of you, you leave and don't come back. It'll be all right. Come on. Now, last law. Ready? Law of confession. <laughs> Here's the last law. It will say, last law is the law of action. It's within the law of faith. There's a law of action. Because you understand I have to have the law of thought. It's true. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is that's a law. If you don't got right thinking, you're in trouble. You ain't going nowhere. Two is what? Thought. Man, if you, ain't, you don't think right, we got a problem. One is thought. Sorry. Two is what? Confession, man. Mouth, you can't undo what you, well, I don't know if God can. Praise be to God, I'm in church. Hallelujah. God can do everything. You get in the car, you ain't even at the first light. You're like, I don't know if God can do anything. You got to stop that. You can't have a double-minded mouth. That means you got a double-sided heart. Because your mouth, let me tell you something. Now, this is going to be bad for some of you. Now, please, and guys, don't, ladies, please, give them a break. I'm working on all these guys. All right, give me a minute. Why does he say what he says? It come out of your heart. Look, we, we could put, I could put something in my heart right now. It'll come out of my mouth tomorrow. That doesn't mean it's really what I believe. Now, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Guess what? Everything in my heart is not connected to my beliefs. Because my soul, that's what, you know how long I studied that out? Because well, my heart's a spirit thing, so everything that comes out of my mouth had to come out of my spirit, yes. But you got to understand something. Your soul is still connected in your spirit. So I could tap the wrong reservoir. Smack, your, smack yourself with a hammer in the finger. Some of you watch what comes out your mouth. That didn't come out of your spirit. Your spirit's uncorruptible. But it's connected to your soul, and your body can talk. You'd be like, I'm quit. God, stay. Beep, beep, beep. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> That's my sensor on your mouth. Where'd that come from? That ain't come from the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I hate you. I married you. I haven't married you for eight months. I hate you. I hate you. The devil. You the Antichrist. Pastor Chris talking. You Jezebel, the Antichrist, and Lucifer all wrapped in one. You Damien, too. I've seen the movie, you evil mess. All right, all right. Where'd that come from? See, you people all lie, and then you try to come to church. I can't understand one of you. Why don't you just fess up? Yeah, I do it. Yeah, you do do it. You know why? It got in your heart because it came in meditation in your mind, and you got mad, and anger will produce the bitterness of lousy words coming out your mouth. And so, see what I'm saying? So where'd that come? That didn't come out of his spirit. That ain't what he thinks about you. That ain't what she thinks about you. That's not who you really are. It's what you've been meditating on, and I can change what you say if I can change what you meditate on. Are you getting me now? That's a little extreme, but do you understand me? So girls, don't get hurt when he talks like a jerk. His mouth's jerky. Okay, you didn't like it, but I'm, I'm telling, I'm preaching way better than your amen to me. It's okay. Watch. So I said, the last one is the law of action. Is the law that we found in Genesis. Everything produces of itself. It is what? We look at Galatians 6 and 7. God's not going to be mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. I want to get you to understand something by the law of action. Actions, actions are released beliefs just like thoughts are released beliefs, just like words are released beliefs. The doing side must correspond with the believing side. Do you, does that make sense? You can't just agree with the word of God. You have to act on the word of God. It, you think it, you say it, you got to do it. There has to be a do side. Well, okay, watch. Let me show it to you real quick. You ready for this? I'm going to show it to you real fast, and then you're going you're gonna to get happy, and I'm going to leave you alone. 
Okay? Look at, look at six, seven, eight. Yeah, because I'm going to use love. Uh, yeah, I love you. Come on, you can't just say you love somebody without having action. Jesus is like, yeah, I love you, but I ain't going on the cross. <laughs> Die and go to hell, but I love you. <laughs> You'll get it in the car ride home some of you today. You all turkey jacked up. Something happened to all you. Come on, get back. Are you getting me? I love you. But I ain't going on that tree and dying for you. But you love me. There has to be the action side of love, otherwise it's just talk. There's a level that this thing has to say, I believe Jesus, but. It's <laughs> like Brother Larry, like, I want to go do missions. You go on a trip yet? Nah, I'm just praying about it. <laughs> 20 years later, Joker praying. He goes all the time. Why am I saying this? You can't just say you want to go and then don't go. You got to put some steps to that thing, right? How many trips, right? How much is it going to cost? We got to think about that, but he got to make fake steps before the money shows up. See it? See it? Hello? You got it? Oh, all right, let me prove it to you. I'll break it down where you're at. I'm believing God for a job. You think they're going to bang on your door? Hey, hello. Oh, we heard. Oh, the Lord told us. Oh, we, the Lord told me. He gave me your address and your phone number. I came to your house. Some people just stupid, okay? You think the Lord's just going, well, I'm believing God. Have you sent in an application? Now I'm just believing him. I'm praying in tongues in the living room every day, waiting for somebody to bang on the door. Some of these Christian people silly like this. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You got to go, you got to put action to where your beliefs at. You got to start making steps to get this thing to work. You got to start going for it. Well, you know what I mean? That's why, like, if you, well, we got some marriage stuff. What were you going to do? Your mar- go bring your marriage to the marriage people and say, hey, I need that Jimmy Evans book like today. <laughs> Put some action towards it. You see what I'm saying? We need some financial planning thing. Go do that Dave Ramsey thing or whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever you need. I don't know if you need it. Go get it. Hello? Are you pulling this in? Action. Where's the action? Where's the evidence of your faith? Well, I believe it. Well, what would you do? I'm sitting here in the living room waiting for them to bang on my door. You ain't put an application in? No, not the one. There ain't no action, and you don't believe it. Come on, you don't believe it. Until you start doing, you don't really believe. It's just a thought. It's just a word. It's got to have feet. You tell your wife, you tell your wife I love you, baby. <laughs> I ain't going to spend no time with you. <laughs> ain't going to hang out with you. Don't want to talk to you. Yeah, she's going to be like, you love me all right. You're going to get an earful too. Come on, you got to have action. You go, okay, here, I'm going break it down. You love, I love my kids. And them jokers want to do something every eight minutes and minutes. Come on, you got, you got to go throw a ball in the yard. Love got feet. Listen, I can't do everything, but I got to do something. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Love got feet, man. You gotta, come on, you see? Love's easy for me. I'm talking about faith. Faith has to have corresponding action. That lady said, look, let me show her to you. She's slick. She's cool. And I'm so slick. She's not slick. She, I like her. She's tight. She's like this. I'm sick, dying, and it's getting worse. For whatever she got going on. Spend all my money, and the physicians have not helped me. I got worse. She heard about Jesus. She said, maybe he can help me. I think he can. Faith came by hearing. She said, if I could touch him, I could be well. That was her idea. She pushed through a crowd. She wasn't even supposed to be out. Pushed through a crowd and touched him. Got a miracle. She touched him with the hand of faith. So much so. Remember with Jesus? He said, you, you can play, man. Who touched me? What do you mean? Disciples look at who touched you. Thousands of people banging into you. So he said, no, somebody touched me with the hand of faith and pulled virtue out of me. She sucked power out of my body. Nobody else touched me, sucked power out of me. And she fell down on her knees and said, she was, she was scared. 
because she, she knew she wasn't maybe going to get in trouble. He said, no, nah. he said, your faith has made you whole. He said, your faith made you whole. He said, a bunch of people just banged into me, but they didn't bang into me with faith. You touched me with faith and got something. See, if you would touch them with the hand of faith, man, I'll tell you what. Smith Wigglesworth said like this, God will pass over a million people, not because he wants to, but he has to, to find one person with faith. But now that I know the laws of it, ooh, and I'm getting better at it, so I'm going to put, thought, so here's your homework assignment. You got one thing to think about. God wants it for you more than you want it. Look at your thinking, look at your saying, and look at your corresponding action and tell me whether your faith's in the right direction. That's all this is about. Am I thinking the right thing about these situations? Now, look, guys, I, you all be lying, and I'd be lying too if I said I don't look at the circumstances. Of course I look at the circumstances emotionally. Who doesn't? But don't let that stop you from releasing your faith the right way. Remember, you can't look at your emotion. You can't look at what you think. Sometimes you can't even look at what you've been saying about a situation because you might not know the truth about the situation. Start looking at what the word says about the situation. And stop looking at what you see because faith don't work by sight. You know, I wrote something. I'll give it to you in the thing, but I, I want you to get this. I thought it was really good. Um, um, it's about faith. You can stand up on your feet. Let me read this to you if I find it. I should. Uh, yeah, here I found it. For you note takers, write this down. Faith can be neither seen nor verified unless it shows itself in works. Man, I, I started getting, I started tracking this. I'll pull more in this. Faith can neither be seen nor verified unless it is shown, it, it shows itself in works. See that? You can't see me, you can't show me your thoughts, and sometimes you can't show me your words, but you can show me your actions. You know what I'm saying? Your beliefs become manifest by your actions, the steps you're taking. And then it'll release, because if you believe it, it'll start making you think right, making you speak right. If you believe the last part, your action side, your confession will change because my face side changed. It'll start changing the way you think, say, and do. Is that all right? I'll explain it more, all right? You're doing great. Guys, don't take nothing home today but what? There's laws to this thing. If I get the one, it's like wiring something. If it's not wired right, it don't work. You ever play around with electricity? I'm the worst. I don't understand nothing about it. You know, so one time I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I knew what I was doing. I did good. That's how I get these guys to do stuff. I did it. I was like, I don't know, maybe. Shut off, shut off everything and then try it and we'll see. That is not a good way to do it, by the way. <laughs> Talk to Larry. He'll tell you. He'll get you a good contract. But I tried it. You know, I was like, shut everything off. Boom. Put it on. Didn't work. I was like, something's wrong. Went back. I rewired. I was like, oh, that's it. If you got it, you, you know what's crazy? I always think of that because you can have all the stuff to put it together to get it to work, but if you don't wire it right, it doesn't work. Is that, oh, take it back. Can you imagine, can you imagine, I go back, right, I go back to Lowe's and go, hey, this fan's broke. Why is it broke? Don't work. I would have brought back 50 fans to Lowe's and go, all your fans are broken, the whole lot of them. Think sooner or later somebody would say, bro, how are you wiring this? I don't know, I do what I want to do, but it don't, it's a piece of junk. Right? Buy a $150 fan, you go, well, $150 one ain't right. Let me go get a $300 fan. Now you got a $300 fan that can do it. Now that's a piece of junk. You bring it back fan after fan after what? Ain't, no, it's user error. It's user error. It's not there's anything wrong with the component of faith or the box. I got to know how to use it. Are you getting it? You seeing it? Are you using it right? Now, listen, I ain't saying, guys, that's not a knock against you. I got to learn how to use it. What do I do? I'm reading the instructions. One, I'm giving you the instructions, man. Don't go. Well, I think if you put the bread wire with the white wire, it should work. Well, sit there all day and wire them nut things on the thing and see if it's going to work. It ain't going to work. 
How's it working out? Got power to run everything else, but you're going to sit there and sweat because you think the one wire, do that with a car. I don't think that part, you know, I don't think the fan belt should be there, should be in the back and put the, yeah, how's that going to work? You were walking everywhere. Are you seeing it? You, I'm exaggerating it, but I'm not. Do, do you even have the components together before you go blaming God why it's not working? Maybe he's looking at you going, you're the one with the manual, don't know how to put it together, man. Put the nuts where they're supposed to go. Let's go. I'm trying to get it to you. He is. He is. Did you get that? And look, don't beat yourself up. Learn about it. Go, 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 go in there and get them scriptures and dial that in. Amen. We got to go. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in my life. I thank you that you're taking me to a place of faith I've never been before. I thank you that you're releasing in me the ability to see faith like never before. And I'm able to walk in a season of faith that I've never been able to experience before. And I thank you now. I believe I received the next level understanding of how to be a doer of the word of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord. Come on, put your hands together. You're doing great. Wednesday night, I'm going to be talking to you about how you connect this thing over. So keep listening to the podcast and just keep listening. Faith's going to go to a new level. Amen. Love you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.